This is the morning sports desk. For whatever reason, we can't get an intro in. So, Corey, I'm going to need you to make uh, make some music for me if you can. Uh, you want you want me to make music? Yeah, I want you to make some music with whatever noises you can possible. I'll take it. Perfect. There was going to be a, sound, uh, a clip of Joey Chestnut uh, downing 62 hot dogs, but I thought, eh. Probably, can we play that on the radio? Is that legal? Yeah, let's. <laughs> I don't. Is that uh, legal? It's um uh, maybe violate some kind of ethics. Do we do we are we diving right into this right now, or am I just allowed to just get out in front of this and be like, it's pretty gross, dude? Yeah, get out in front of it if you want. It's pretty gross, dude. <laughs> Isn't there something so American about gorging yourself with sixty-two hot dogs on our Independence Day? I have very strong opinions about the hot dog eating contest. Please share them, if you will. I am uh, an American male. Yes. Born in America, raised in America. I am pro-American. I think I just heard a bald eagle screeching. That's exactly what you heard. God bless the USA from the lakes of Minnesota. Okay? Yeah. Um, the rest of the world might be right about America when it comes to the hot dog eating contest. It is, it is a, a gluttonous overreach of uh, supply and and uh, selfishness and narcissism. Of I hate it. It's the stupidest thing of all time. <laughs> it's such a. It's it is it is it exists. Only here, because only here is it a place that it can exist. Well, I know it doesn't. I know it exists other places. It's magnified here. It is, it's glorified here. Like you described it, it is quintessential American. I got a problem with that. That should not be quintessential American. That should be circus you know, sideshow freaks. Hey, you going to watch the 4th of July parade? Nah, nah, I'm going to stay inside and watch the hot dog eating contest. There's a reason they do it at Coney Island. You know why, right? It's a little seedy. Because Coney Island used to be like, you know, let's go meet the bearded lady and the two-headed person and the and the the little people and the giant people and the bears that ride bicycles. There's a reason it exists there. It's supposed to be in the land of the freak show. And now we're just like putting it on ESPN and be like, Joey Chestnut, an American hero? <laughs> Get out of here with that crap. It's disgusting. It's really gross, man. Joey Chestnut wins his 16th Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. That is a world record, uh, which begs the question, who the heck had 15 hot dog eating titles outside of Joey Chestnut? And is that person alive today? Well, Kobayashi, right? Isn't that the isn't that the, the is that's the that's the all time matchup we all want in this in this world? Uh huh. And I don't know if it ever really happened on this stage because he just decided he wasn't coming over here anymore, or whatever the thing happened. Whatever. But isn't isn't a Kobayashi? Yeah, that sounds chestnut. Right. Isn't that the McGuire Sosa battle that we all want? For I think it's like eating? the it's like the Mayweather McGregor fight of our time. Right, right. It's Frazier Ali Part Six. <laughs> it's Rocky Twelve. That's right. Um, I I liked that he ate. It was sixty two of them. Uh huh. The women's champ ate thirty nine and a half. 
or something like that, and you hear those numbers, and you're like, oh, she's a chump, man. Like, that's not... But then you think about how many 39 and a half hot dogs is. is. You're like, I'm going to throw up. The funniest part is, uh, as I was watching, my wife was in the other room, and I just kept saying her statistics only for the point of just to make her stop what she was doing and just, like, kind of throw up in her mouth a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, hey, Marissa, this guy's eating a whopping six and a half hot dogs a minute. Yep. Yeah. This guy's only eating four hot dogs a minute. What a chump! Well, and it is funny too, right? Like, yeah, they also have they do have like lifetime stats for these people. Uh huh. They're in- the intros. They get like WWE style intros. Totally. Of like this dude ate seventy Big Macs in one sitting. Right. This guy could eat a gallon of chili in five minutes. Yeah, one gallon of chili, two straws, please. <laughs> Gross. At what point in somebody's um? competitive eating career and dating life did those cross over and how do you bring that up well because that's the interesting part because the the woman's champion her husband was competing in the men's side that makes sense so how does how does that how do how do they meet and also do they go on a date is it like all right uh whoever like can eat the most right hot dogs has to pay for the bill right like Why how, go out for a little sandwich and shake but i can have 78 of them <laughs> I'm cutting back today. I'm only having 50. It's my cheat day. Uh, it's insane. And so that makes sense that they met together. But it, you would imagine some of these people met their spouses in like a normal setting. What do you their do? Their friends or family introduced them or they met them online or whatever like, it is. What do you do? Like, oh, I work at a bank. Oh, do you have any side hobbies? I do like to see how many hot dogs I can eat at one time. Oh, can you get to like four or five? Yeah. And I, no, no, like 50. I love to travel. Oh, where have you been? Pretty much every insignificant city in the entire country every weekend for the last six years because, well, my goal is 168 buffalo wings in 30 seconds. And by the way, uh, lest you think that this is a a professional thing, there is Major League Eating that is the official organization, but of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Champion Joey Cheston only wins $10,000. So that's the biggest... Hot dog eating competition in the country. So you're, right. Now, needless to say, you're not getting rich off of doing this. But I think he is loaded. He is loaded because he gets endorsements. He gets paid places to just go competitive eat. Like, not even against anybody. Just an appearance just, fee. You want Joey Chestnut. Do you want Joey Chestnut <laughs> to show up to your up establishment and eat 80 pancakes in right. five minutes? Right. You want Toby Keith to perform? It's going to cost you $25,000. You want Joey Chestnut to eat? 50 G's up front. That does not include the food cost, which is another, which is like double that. <laughs> that would be hilarious if he's like, and his, you know, everybody, these celebrities, they all have their riders, like things they they want in their green room as they're prepared, whatever. Mm-hmm. It would be hilarious if he was like, mm, a handful of cucumber sandwiches and a seltzer, please. please. By the way, <laughs> the, uh, the, the sponsor, of course, is Nathan's Hot Dogs, but the right. other sponsor that was plastered at about the same amount of logos that uh, Nathan's Hot Dog had was Pepsid. Yep. That's fair. Touche for that. That's a great... Hey, man, is your stomach about to explode? Maybe take some Pepsid. Right. Do you feel like you're going to die from just watching this? Are you casually eating as many hot dogs as they are competitively? Try Pepsid. <laughs> so this begs the question, Corey, and we'll make this quick here because we'll we'll talk some twins here. But uh, what kind of food do you think you could competitively eat with? Like if if somebody said you need to enter a competitive eating challenge and win, 
Like your wife and kids are being held hostage. You got to eat in a in a competition to win. What do you think you have the best shot at at winning? If it was um, like this, where it was a speed contest, there's not a single thing on the planet I could I could compete in. If it, it just like the most amount of whatever you can in X amount of time, uh huh. I don't think I could do it. I just I just that's not. Here's what I think I could do. There, like some restaurants have food challenges. Yeah, yeah, like right? eat a seventy-two ounce steak. Right, it's in just, one sitting. It's an absurd amount, but like, or like you have an hour. Mm-hmm. You have an hour to eat, um, and this unbelievable, unbelievably sized pizza. It like it would probably have to be a pizza of some sort, and it yeah. would probably like, or a steak or something like that. I, that's where. I would have to kind of like gristle and all live in that world. There would there's some there's some I've seen some. It's like breakfast, so it's like pancakes and eggs and sausage and, and like that's I would stand no chance of being able to do something like that. Corey's out the moment he's got to put his biscuits in the water and down it. That's a pretty gross part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I I I think I would be. I'm willing to accept defeat on most of these food challenges. I don't think I could do it. I think pizza would probably have to be the one for me. And just because, like, especially if you cut the pizza into squares, because then I'll eat, like, a whole pizza without even realizing it. Because That is true. Because you go like, oh, I just had one little one, and here's another little one, and here's another. And if you cut it into triangles and you have two big ones, you're like, oh, man, I got to. That is true. I will easily eat, like, a half a pizza if it's cut into squares. If, and if it's in slices, I'll be like, man, eh, two. Okay, I'll have a third because I'm not doing anything else. If me and my wife go to Larry's and we like get a, like a, a half of a pizza, like she gets half of one topping, I get half of another, and we kind of each get our respective halves of the pizza, I could eat probably my half without even realizing it if I don't stop myself. All right, I'm. This is fascinating to me. What are you? What's your half? What's her half? Her half is pepperoni. My half's Canadian bacon. You have you met Daryl? I think you and Daryl would get along great. <laughs> That's your go-to is Canadian bacon. Yeah, I mean I'll eat pepperoni. I just also want a little bit of a variety. What do you mean? You said that's your go-to, so you're you're eliminating variety by having a go-to. Yeah, but the thing is, is like her like. My wife really likes pepperoni pizza. Like that's probably one of the like she'll eat some other ones, but in turn like outside of like a chicken alfredo or like a mac and cheese or like some kind of like very oddball-y flavor in yeah. terms of just like classic meat on a pizza. Yeah. I'll eat it with like Canadian bacon and burger and bacon and like sausage and load it up with that. Yes, of course. But sh- she's not as into that, so it's easier to get a half Canadian bacon, half pepperoni. Okay, so is Canadian kinda. bacon your favorite It's pizza? my favorite topping, though, yeah. That is spectacularly different than everyone else on the planet. You yeah. know that, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Aren't you the same one who said, uh, who led me on one time we were doing a bracket madness thing oh yeah i know and, where you're going and with you this. were like and i'm from minnesota hey but i don't like ranch so I mustard's do. the winner or whatever it was I, you're a strange little duck my friend uh, i've been told that one too many times canadian bacon i love canadian bacon by the way it's I, cr- I legitimately do i legitimately do i just was not expecting that to be your when you gotta order like I'm not going to order it every time, but that's essentially like a good way of saying like this half of the pizza is yours. This half of the pizza is mine. That way, like I don't eat the entire pizza. 
Also, also got like lucky for you, you can eat your half in one sitting. She's going to eat maybe half of her half. Exactly. And then you have pepperoni for leftovers. Right. That's a, it's called <laughs> it's called playing the game. That's exa- it does work out that way uh a lot of times. Uh okay, all right. I'm changing. Let's keep let's stay on this for one more quick second. Okay. Um in town here anyway because that's where I live. Uh-huh. Casey's Canadian bacon. Big thumbs up from this guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's excellent. It's hard to turns out it's hard to screw up pizza. And just a slice of ham? Are you kidding me? <laughs> just, what if we fry up this piece of pig? Do you think people like that? So you just put a different kind of pig on this pizza? Yes, you should. What if we put all of them together on one? Yes. Uh, please do that. Yes, I would like that. Uh, hey, by the way, speaking of playing the game, you know who does that pretty well? Who? Tell me. Pablo Lopez. And, uh, of course, the clip didn't Here, load. Here, uh, you know what? You don't have to. You don't need a clip. I will tell you. Okay. He had a career-high 12 strikeouts uh-huh. in yesterday's game. His previous career-high was 11. He has struck out so many players, CJ. He is third in the majors in strikeouts. He Second a, in the American League. He has 138 strikeouts, trailing Toronto's Kevin Gaussman with the 146 and Atlanta's Spencer Strider with 155. So he's way back. But are you kidding me? I was told a couple weeks ago he sucked by people on the internet. Well, that's... Uh, I was told that he sucked. And, of course, it was the height of the Luisa Rise batting 400. Now, I'm not saying that the, that it was, uh, you know, obviously getting rid of a 400 hitter is uh, not a good luck. I know. Arise, though, to be fair, has had a bad couple of weeks. He's only hovering around 385 Yeah, right just, now. just terrible on his part. <laughs> but, uh, but I think it's to say the Twins gave up a good player to get a good player in return. Yeah, in hindsight, they might have given up a great player to get a good player, a really good player, but Lopez has never been the problem. Yeah. He has been everything they needed him to be for for the best part of this. He, When he's on, he's the best pitcher on a, sta- on a really, really good staff. And the Twins have locked him up for the next four years. Um, so none of what's happening with the Twins is his fault. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's, um, he's like a great guy, like the classic good dude award does all that kind of stuff there's a post-game quote that he had uh his post-game interview like the guy for he's a venezuelan but his english is really good which means that you can talk to him after the game and you can get a couple good quotes from pablo lopez and here's what he had to say after the game and i thought it was a just a good little tidbit uh pablo lopez on baseball but also he says on everything as people we spend so much time dwelling on failure that i don't think we cherish the good times as much when good moments like this come i think it's very very important to enjoy good on pablo lopez he hasn't had exactly the season he's wanted i know he's gotten a lot of strikeouts the era is just a little over four which isn't amazing but it's not horrible again that's going to come down he's been pitching way better than his era shows and at night like that i know it's against the royals but it's a complete game shutout the twins hadn't had a complete game shutout until this season back in 2018 with jose barrios they got one a couple weeks ago from joe ryan and now got another one from pablo lopez and by the way those two guys aren't even all-stars sonny gray is the other all-star uh, is the only all-star on this team, and he's your number two or three pitcher 
on this staff. And then you have Bailey Ober, who's throwing well. And then you have Kenta Maeda, who had a great start, again against Kansas City, but also had a good start against Atlanta last week, who's one of the best lineups in baseball. This Twins rotation is the best rotation in team history. Not saying top-heavy, because Johan is Johan, but one through five, this Twins rotation is the best that they've ever had, and if their offense could just be a little bit better, this team would be in a much better spot. But, and I know that this team isn't that good this year, but the one thing is if they can get hot, they have the pitching to last in the postseason. Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan and Kenta Maeda and Bailey Ober, those guys know how to pitch. And the Twins have done a good job. By the way, the Twins also lead baseball in innings per start. It's a pretty good time to be a Twins fan when it comes to pitching. And I think that the offense has been so bad we can't fully enjoy that. Twins pitching is awesome. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, July 6th.